You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope everyone out there is doing well. It's been a crazy last few weeks, and I am stoked that the holidays are here and that this fucking year is almost over. Uh, Danielle and I just had our early Christmas, and she hooked it up, and I look really sick. Uh, she got me these sweet earrings with little diamonds and gold chain. It's fucking sick. So thanks, babe. Uh, this week on the show, we have one of my oldest friends in touring, Tobias Risha. Um, Toby fronted the German metalcore band Alaska, formerly known as Burning Down Alaska, and did a fucking damn good job at it. Due to some differences with a few of the members not wanting to necessarily, uh, tour very much, but we'll discuss that in the future. They ended up coming to an end, and he is now the vocalist of French band Novelists. I love this dude, and I'm super excited about what he's already done with Novelists. Their new single, Lost Cause, is a certified 10 out of 10 banger. Go back and listen to the Alaska, and that's with a Z catalog as well. It's super sick. Here we go, my chat with Toby Risha of Novelists. Fucking Russia! What's going on, brother? <laughs> what up? Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Dude, I'm great now that you're here. I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, I think other than the people that are in my bands, you might be the oldest friend I've had on the show yet. Um, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, because really one of my first tours with Fit for a King was with you. Um, yeah, it was yeah. like, uh, n- yeah, Never Say Die 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you've had a hell of a week. This is a special week for you. I'm stoked. I dude, I was listening to this podcast yesterday, right? And mm-hmm. they said the nicest shit about you and novelists, and it was so accurate. So it's a, a podcast called State of the Scene. I'm not sure if you've okay. heard of it, but it's really good. Um I've I just recently started listening to it. And they were talking about how novelists Picking you up was the best free agent pickup of the year. So, like, if you think about it like sports, where it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's definitely the best vocalist on the market pairing with the best band that needs a vocalist on the market. That's awesome, dude. Super fucking cool. And then they went on to say that Lost Cause is the best novelist song ever. And I agree with that. And they were like, yeah, it sounds kind of like an Alaska song. And I was like, yeah, it does. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of does, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, mean gosh, yeah. it's I funny. Novelist, sorry. No, you, you go, go first. You go. No, I, okay. dude, I could rant about that song all day, so you go first. <laughs> no, the funny thing is, like, uh, I know the novelist guys for, like, such a long time. I mean, we've uh, played shows together, like, I don't know, I think it was 2014, like a small festival but maybe it was 15 i don't know but um 
we've always had like kind of a similar style in the roots uh, of the music. Yeah. I mean, novelists were always like more genty and Alaska was more like not ambient, but more melodic hardcore. So yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's pretty dope to be in a band that still continues doing something I've done before. You know gu- what I mean? The guitar player reminds me of Marv a bit. Like definitely the older novelist stuff is more um, shreddy. Like try yeah. like more like um kind of reminded me of like Phineas and and uh you know like bands like that like August Burns Red and like Shred bands but yeah, they've also in the lead section there's a lot of that like melodic tendency the air- spaciness that Marv was always so fucking good at and that I think that this new guitarist really nailed that solo at the end of Lost Cause is so good. yeah yeah um, uh, so his name is Florestan and he's like dude. He's he's a wizard when it comes to playing guitar. It's crazy, you know, because I mean, like the only real good other guitarist that I've worked with, with of course, was Marv. And uh, it's it's awesome to be in a band where like there's another super good guitarist, you know. Yeah, like I'm, I was there like in in France uh, to have a rehearsal, and uh, I've seen Florestan play for like. Of course, I've seen him play on on shows, but. Uh, not in such an intimate, uh, yeah. You know what I mean. He looks and swaggy. It's crazy. He looks great. Very, yeah, very. It's swaggy crazy. He's, guitar player. he's such a nice good. He's such a nice dude, and uh, yeah, it's been amazing. So before we deep dive and get into you now being a novelist, even though I just had to tell you that because I thought it was so nice, and the way that they said it was just so perfect. I'll I'll send you the episode so you can hear it for yourself. Because yeah, really that would be cool. awesome. Um. Because I know you and I, like I said, we've been friends for a long time. Basically, you know, as long as I've been in Fit for a King, I've known you. And you were one of the first, like, closer friends that I made touring where we spent a lot of time together one-on-one. I, we still talk quite a bit and text each other yeah, and keep course. up and shit. Like, so, you know, you've had a very, you know, difficult year apart from just COVID shit. But first, I want to talk into the fun stuff. We're going to deep dive into one of the most awesome foreign band names ever that probably would have made the U.S. a little cautious. Burning Down Alaska. <laughs> yeah. The OG version. Um, when I first saw you guys and we played together, for everyone listening, we met on Never Say Die Tour in Europe 2014. The headliners were The Amity Affliction and Defeater, alongside Being as an Ocean, Cruel Hand, Fit for a King, and Ala- Burning Down Alaska at the time. Yeah. Um, so this is also before you guys had your time with, like, Kasim and stuff. But that tour yeah. was super fun because you guys were already friends with Michael. Michael had mm-hmm. sang Michael from Being as an Ocean for everyone listening. We were good friends with Being as an Ocean as well because we had toured with them. So it kind of brought everybody right in together right away. The only ones that nobody really seemed to know was Cruel Hand. And, yeah. um, you know, they were also very fun, very nice guys. I remember Chris just <laughs> yeah. staying up all night, every night, and being like, yeah, I refuse yeah. to give in to the European tour sleep schedule. Yeah, he didn't want to fuck up his schedule. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was, was like, and it's not even like he's like some, you know, like maniac staying up drinking all night. He's fucking straight edge. No. He just stayed up yeah. the entire time <laughs> for fun. And I don't, you know, I just remember him playing cover songs every night on the acoustic guitar. Um, the person yeah. I'm talking about for everyone listening is Chris Link. He's the singer of Cruel Hand. He also plays bass in Terror, which is fucking sick. Um, yeah. 
I'd never be cool enough to be in a band like Terror. I'm definitely not crazy <laughs> enough for that. <laughs> Same. Yeah, dude. I'm too but, emo, you know. Dude, you are so emo. Your lyrics in Lost Cause are emo as fuck. It's very, and it's very fitting. All right, we're just going to talk about Lost Cause. Fuck all your, your past shit. We're just going to talk about it. because. Okay. All right. And then we'll get into everything else. But on that song, because I, I was just sitting on the toilet and li- <laughs> reading the lyrics and watching the video again. Awesome. And yeah, natural place to, to watch. The yeah. Song. yeah, that's where you yeah. watch music videos. <laughs> and <laughs> and dude, it is really sad, but knowing you, it's so accurate. It's so exactly what I wanted from a first song back from you personally as an artist, where when you watch that video and it's this new reveal of you in this new project, you look incredible. Your outfit is fucking to the tens, the new (laughs) hair, everything. Like you look amazing. But when I read these lyrics, it's very, very Toby. It's not, there's no bullshit in it. It's very sad. I can see you writing it. I can see you like pouring your heart into this song. And it must've been really hard. So let's just talk about the last year real quick. With, you know, kind of Alaska came to an end pretty abruptly. And I think that COVID yeah. definitely had an effect on that where everyone was just, yeah, like, definitely, you know, and, and it stinks because you guys, are, you know, were such an incredible band, really did something different and provided something that a lot of other bands weren't really touching on. I mean, you wrote music that definitely for me fit more along with Bring Me the Horizon than the common metalcore band because. It was so emotive and um, mm-hmm. just big. It just sounded big all the time. Um, when you wrote Lost, like, how exactly did it come to be that you joined Novelists? Well, just we're gonna okay. work backwards today. Yeah, no worries. So, okay, it's a kind of a long story, but whatever. So, um, but there's also like a lot of questions that a lot of people have, or like stuff that people say and they assume stuff. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Of course, me, people uh, make comments when bands break up yeah, and yeah. they assume bullshit. And yeah, yeah. So they probably first think thing you're I want to talk each other or some shit. Yeah, but that's not true. But the first yeah. thing I want to talk about is like there, like a lot of people, um, like on the post of uh, every novelist social media stuff, uh, saying like, ah, that's the reason why Alaska broke up. But no, that's not the reason. Like uh, when I reached out to novelists, it was like. I don't know, maybe like one or two months after we uh, broke up with Alaska. Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is like uh, the break of, of breakup of Alaska, we, we posted it like, I don't know, maybe four or five months later after we uh, had the decision to break up Alaska. You know, yeah. I think it yeah, was you like had told maybe me about in, it well before. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it was like April or May. And um, yeah, so... But we didn't want to uh, to get it out like that early because we still had to, some stuff to talk about, like with the guys, some legal shit, you know. Yeah. So we didn't want, to, you know, just to put it out, like. And um, yeah, I remember like us with Alaska sitting in the room, like talking about everything, and I was like, dude, of course, I was like heartbroken, you know, like fuck, my band is gone. What should I do? Yeah. You know. And I was you guys were about, really yeah. successful in Europe. I mean, for everyone listening, it's always interesting. I, in the last com, well, the last podcast that I put out 
I had a discussion about how some bands in U- the U.S. you know do much better in Europe, mm-hmm. like being as an ocean, like they do well in the U.S. But in Europe, they fucking smash. Stick to your guns. They do really well in the U.S. But in Europe, they're fucking massive, like Lionheart, yeah, like crazy. bands like that. And your band in Europe, you drew really well. Like you guys did a co-headliner with We Came as Romans. Like you guys mm-hmm. were, are are a big European draw. Um, so it wasn't just like, oh, shucks, my, you know, small band coming up. Cause you know, a lot of people from the U S may hear this and be like, well, they haven't been to the U S yet. Well, that's partially, you know, all of our faults. Um, and it's very, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can, Toby, you can personally just hate all of your friends, um, for that. Um, but <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird situation, but it must've been really, really heartbreaking for you, but continue like. You you know, so, God. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a... I was thinking like <laughs> you threw me off. What should I do? <laughs> I'm all in reverse today. I'm also very stoned. Um, so. uh, no worries. <laughs> all right, it's fine. Continue, okay. bro. Yeah, no worries. So okay, um, okay, I was thinking like, yeah, what should I do? Like, band is no more. It was really heartbreaking. I sh- didn't know what to do, and um. I remember like talking to my girlfriend about it and I was like, yeah, maybe I should like quit doing music because I mean, we all know it's, it's, it's awesome making music and it's great playing shows and everything. But when you're still working beside the band, it's like super hard sometimes, you know, you know, you have to find so much time and you have to put so much time into it. And uh, I was always working beside the band and uh that's why like in alaska i couldn't do that much or like i couldn't do as much as i wanted to do and um it's always been like i don't know it's always been kind of hard and i was talking to my girlfriend like yeah maybe i should like quit doing music and maybe just do regular regular working you know get some money in blah 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 and she was like no <laughs> are you stupid that's your dream blah 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 and i was like yeah you're kind of right a nice partner yeah, yeah she's like super supportive uh and that's awesome and um so she was always talking me into yeah you should continue what you're doing like um try out some stuff some things and maybe get like some people write music with them together and um then i remember um phil he was um, supposed to do the. Uh, he was supposed to help me with the singing on the last Alaska shows. Uh, he's a good friend of us, yeah. and I remember him telling me, "Yo, Novelist is still looking for a singer." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot they're looking for a singer, but maybe I should just write them." And then uh, I remember writing Nico, uh, bass player of Novelist, mm-hmm. who's also managing the band, and um, I mean, I've known him for like. Yeah, I mean, we've played a couple of shows together, so I knew him. And uh, yeah, I just reached out and I was like, yo, Alaska is no more. Uh, are you still looking for a singer? I'm down to try it out. And yeah, I mean, that was it. And then he was like, yeah, sounds great. Why don't you come over to uh, to France? Let's uh, do a rehearsal, uh, rehearse like one or two songs and let's see how it works out. And um, yeah, then I remember like, I don't know, maybe it was just like three or four weeks after our first like conversation. 
And yeah, then he picked me up because he's living in Berlin. So he oh. moved to Berlin from France. And um, Dude, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's that's really awesome. I mean, like Berlin uh, from where I live, it's still like four or five hours by car. But uh, the funny thing is that uh, the other guys live close to Paris, which is also like a four or five hour drive. And uh, every time we, we go to France, Nico is picking me up. And that's pretty nice. Yeah, you know? you're kind of in the middle. That's so cool. Yeah. So uh, Nico picked me up. Like we talked the whole drive to uh, uh, to Paris, like talked about like all this, all the things, you know, like band stuff and shit. And uh, yeah, then I arrived there. We had like uh, nice food in the evening, then just slept really long and then had the next day to rehearse. And then we rehearsed the light, the f a song called The Light, The Fire and another song called uh, Gravity, which is an old song from their first album. And uh, I, dude, <laughs> I remember I was like super nervous because uh, they have a lot of clean singing in their songs. And, yeah. um, you know, like when we with Alaska dropped uh, Dead End, that was the first time that I did like clean vocals. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, dude, I was still like super nervous, you know, and thinking about, yeah, I don't know if my clean singing is good enough and blah, blah, blah. But I just tried it out, and then, uh, yeah, we had a good rehearsal. I felt really, really good um, with the in-ears and everything. Uh was a nice rehearsal, and then after it, we went to Paris, had a couple of drinks, and then the guys were like, yo, Toby, if you want to do it, like, we welcome you to the band. And, yeah, that's it. Easy, and, bro. Uh, yeah, that's been amazing. It was, like, such a nice, such a nice experience. It's yeah. a match made in heaven, man. Seriously. Um, I'm glad to hear that it didn't, you know, take them too much to have to be convinced to have you in the band. I don't think, you know, looking at it, it's like, man, where are you going to fight? Because Mateo was a hell of a vocalist. The guy's super talented. I know he's focusing on his own project, Salem. Um, yes. And it's like a def different kind of thing. But <clears throat> Daniel from our band, I know he toured with novelists in the past. I don't know if it was in Europe or in the U.S., um, yeah, I think it was in the U.S. because Nico told me about it. Um, yeah, he yeah. said they're super nice guys. So I'm just glad to hear you're with good people, man. Um, yeah, crazy French people, dude. I know. I don't know if I can handle <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> no, I'd it's hate. fine. I mean, like, every every time we see each other, it's, like, it's amazing. Dude, I still love, like, uh, it's <laughs> in, in terms of... Um, I guess, like, comparing European people, I guess we always make fun of, um, like, the German honesty, where it's, like, you go back for <laughs> yeah. your second German show, and they're like, oh, yeah, last time you were here, you play much better. Uh, why are you gaining so much weight? <laughs> German honesty, man, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you said really, really suck, but I'm still going to buy that T-shirt. Oh, yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, seriously. That is how it goes down. Um, yeah. It didn't on that As I Lay Dying tour, though, because that tour was crazy fun. There was yeah, just, dude, the I shows believe. were insane. Yeah. yeah, that was really Yeah, sick. man. That's I don't think that was the last time we saw each other was in Pyrocon. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, um, no, no. I mean, we've seen each other on the, yeah, As I Lay Dying tour in Cologne. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yes. Right. That was after that. Duh. Yeah. All right. Good times. Great oldies. We'll see if we ever play shows again. But supposedly England is starting vaccines next week. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get out there. Let's hope for the best, man. Like, I can't Yeah, I'll take that shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm ready. I've True. definitely put worse shit in my body than that. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Um, yep. All right. So now we're going to go back a little bit. Burning down mm-hmm. Alaska. When you guys Yo. first put out, because you popped off pretty quick, it seemed like within 2014, 2015, you put out this first record, you were able to start getting some touring. How long mm-hmm. were you a band before Values and Virtues came out? Um, so I I joined the band uh, Burning Down Alaska, I think it was in 2014. Um, the guys had another singer before. And that's oh, okay. the funny thing. That's the funny thing is that I'm always the guy that joins a band that had a singer before. Naturally. It's kind of a curse. Yeah, <laughs> no, but um, they've had another singer before. He was called, or he is called uh, Thomas. And uh, I remember um, I was playing um, a show with my former band called um, For These Moments, and we were cool. playing like a tiny ass show in uh, a youth center. And um, we've played with Burning Down Alaska as well. And I remember, like, I think it was Julian Omar reaching out saying, yo, uh, Thomas is not in the band anymore. And we have, like, this unreleased song without vocals. It's kind of another thing. Um, Do you want to try it out as a a feature? Because we really want to put out the song. Uh, It was Brighter Days. And uh, I remember... I remember telling Marv, like, yeah, of course, like, bounce the song over, let me listen. And I remember the first listen was like, dude, I've never heard something like this before. And of course, I did the feature. <laughs> and uh, I remember my old band breaking up, and then it was clear that I go to uh, Burning Down Alaska. And it, it was 2014. Yeah, I think cool. maybe beginning of 2014 or end of 2013, maybe. Um, but yeah. That's okay. when I joined the band. So you joined the band pretty quickly. You guys write this record, put it together. And did you self-record it? Who produced um, Values and Virtues? Do you know who recorded uh, it? So we didn't uh, self-produce it, but it was like a good friend of our, uh, of us uh, called uh, Chris Kemper. And he's also, uh, he's having um, his own recording, like, company in quotes uh, he's called embark audio and he's cool. still uh doing strong and um i still like meet him when i do like demos or when it's too difficult to record something you know like going to berlin to nico's place to record something i always go to chris because he's like living 20 minutes away from here oh awesome and um i've always worked with chris like on uh, i don't know like even before burning down alaska i've worked with chris in my former band and um yeah i will always stick to him he's like a super nice guy he's the best to work with and uh, i trust him like with everything you know yeah it's an incredible sounding record it's awesome yeah um so the redfield redfield records that's who you guys put that out with um were Mm -hmm. they just like a smaller german-based label or, or what's the deal with that how did that come about yeah so redfield records uh, was or is still like a small like a small in quotes um german independent label cool. and um 
I don't really remember how this how that went, but I think they just reached out and um, they were asking us if we want to be on Redfield Digital, which is the digital part of the label, mm-hmm. and we were like, no, we don't want just like digital releases. We want like bigger releases, you know. And then we w- just went to the uh, to the label, and yeah, that's <clears throat> that was it. Cool. So you guys toured on that record for like two years or so, and then end up finding this dude Kasim, who or Kasim, Kasim. Yes, I was saying that wrong. Kasim, who he was in a. I think the band was called like Breakfast at Tiffany's or something, right? Breakdown at Tiffany's. Breakdown at Tiffany's, um, (laughs) which is awesome. A very very fun band name, but he has the voice of an angel, and yes. Joined your band and it, it's it, it's kind of like a he fits in the the Tyler Cartery kind of R and B style of singing yeah. Johnny Craig kind of shit um, and really really slammed at it it was awesome but he yeah. only joined the band for like two years right mm-hmm. um yeah so um he joined the band in 2016 yeah it was 2016 it was after the never say die tour which yeah. was in 2015 not in 14 <laughs> oh was it yeah it was 2015 oh no shit oh okay yeah but no worries <laughs> never mind and yeah so he joined the band after it and um yeah and then he was on the circle for like 2 years and then uh i mean we all know how it, how it, goes down like in uh like how should i say touring's a bitch yeah touring's a bitch and um you know sometimes people want to progress in another way that other people don't yeah and um yeah i think he was uh, more interested in writing like pop songs and stuff like that you know right hmm. i mean i still talk to kasimi he's still like a good friend of mine and uh, of course you know but um, yeah, there's been a couple of stuff that uh, wasn't good for like the band, you know, like uh, not not only because of him, but you know, we were like, I don't know, there was like a time in the band where this band, where Alaska was like, I don't know, it was like not that easy. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, but um, yeah. Well, there was so, a lot of people uh, in the band at the time too, because you had another guitar player still. So what? There's mm-hmm. six guys in the band. Like that's just a lot of yeah, opinions. Yeah, we were six guys. You know, it's a lot of people in yeah, one which, room. Dude, which I can totally understand. So I think sometimes some things happen that like not everybody is like you know yeah. agreeing with. So uh, yeah, so we agreed like in the end to part ways, which was like a good decision for like both. Um, you know, both camps. Let me call it camps um yeah yeah yeah. that's perfect um which was all right i mean uh like i said we're still talking like regularly and um there's no bad blood or anything um but um i know that after um kasim was out of the band we were like talking what should we do because we still wanted to uh have clean singing and like I wasn't really able to do clean singing and um, yeah, then when was it? Yeah. Then in 2018, we started writing new music and um, 
I was talking to Julian, who uh, did most of the lyrics, and um, you know, I was working with him and also with Marv and like all the other guys as well. And um, yeah, then we just tried things out, and then we went to Chris to record that end. And Julian had this uh, uh, this chorus written down, um, the lyrics of the chorus written down, and then we were just working together, finding melodies, and uh, we we found this like awesome melody which uh, made it into the song and Chris was like yeah just try to sing it and I'm like yeah okay let me just try it out and uh first couple of tries was like really bad but um I don't know what happened but then suddenly it sounded great <laughs> and I'm like yo what the fuck am I doing I never did this shit before and uh yeah that's when I discovered I can do a little bit of clean vocals as well Hell and yeah. uh yeah that's uh yeah, you yeah, sent me demos back when you were doing those. Um, well, I think when you first recorded it um, and had to like mix a bit of it. Um, and it's great. I love your voice. I think it's so fitting Thanks, for man. the songs. And it doesn't sound like someone who just discovered that they can sing. But mm. imagine how good it's going to be in the future the more you do it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> you know, because it is a... Kasim uh, is such like a unique vocalist that it would be difficult for a lot of people to do what he did and do it yeah. well. Um, you have I to. I couldn't have, do it. Yeah, you'd have to just sing the melodies differently and switch it up because you yeah. can't just do all those runs and shit. I mean, that takes a lot of, of effort. Um, you know, he should join Issues. That would be another good free agent pickup. That yeah, that's smart. what I'm thinking as well. But yeah. uh, he told me that he doesn't want to like be in this kind of music anymore because he wants to, you know, try some things out. And I know that he's uh, already working like on a lot of stuff. Like I think it's more into the uh, like rap um, pop. He needs to make sex kind of music. Thing. He needs to make yes. music that people have sex to. He's very <laughs> sexual when he sings. It's yeah, like he is. yeah, it's like some like genuine shit like bump and grind <laughs> he would be doing that move where he's like yeah i'm moving all slow like i'm gonna have sex with you um yeah he's also very hot so it doesn't hurt um because yeah. you know when you, it's very convincing it's very convincing yeah but i would sure, i would like, give him my sex to be honest i would you know i would but so same. all right so he's not joining issues he's just going to become a massive pop star which is viable. yeah that's what i'm thinking it. yeah me too i'm into it but Same. fuck pop stars. We don't need to think about them and how they do cool shit or like make lots of money. We're going to talk about Screamo because Screamo yes. is way better. Um, dude. True. So he ends up leaving. Band is now just Alaska. You'd put out the one. He was on Phoenix, correct? Yes, he was on Phoenix. So before we uh, released Blossom, it was just like a standalone single. Yeah. And um right, so Blossom was still on Redfield Records and then we recorded Phoenix, uh changed the name to Alaska because we felt like that was the the right thing to do because like the music is gonna change a little bit, so let's just change the name, which is like not that far away from the original name. Um and that's when we uh got in contact with Sharp Tone and the Rising Empire. So we uh yeah, joined those guys, been on the label with, uh, yeah, on 
on Sharp Very Tone cool. and the Rising Empire. Now, Novelist uh, was also on Sharp Tone as well, weren't they? Yes, okay. but we're uh, yeah, we're independent. Oh, okay. No, we're not. Ed- sorry, so sorry, sorry. So yeah, they've been on uh, on Sharp Tone. We're independent, uh, and right now we're on a label called Out of Line Music, um, oh, okay. which is also a, um, a German label. But it's amazing, you know, like the guys are awesome and it feels good to to uh, work with them. That's awesome, man. Um, are you guys considering finding another American label to push over here as well or no? And just sticking with that. I don't know. Like, not that not that I can think of, like not right now, because like the work, uh, the work with out of line is uh, is amazing so far. And um yeah, and I mean, it seems like the single to, is yeah. taking off. It's doing yeah, really well. Of, There's like a yeah, lot of comments. There's a lot of views. Like you know, for something that came out what a week ago, maybe a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The release is good so far. Definitely. I mean, it can all always be better, you know. <laughs> but uh, let's not like. I don't want to bitch around because like it's it's been a great release so far, and I, uh, I mean, it's only been out for like a couple of days, so. Personally, as a critic and someone who has a fake news show, I would say it had an insanely good reaction because I love that, for one, when I was listening to another podcast, it already came up and people were being critical of it. When you look at the views and the comments for a week, that's really fucking good. And it's yeah, very dude, genuine. It's, cre- it's not like people are just watching it and not saying anything about it. People yeah. are actually being active and sharing it around. So, yeah. um, I would say overall, it's doing fucking fantastically. Um, but yeah. I'm a fan. Um, I mean, because I I went back and I listened to more of the novelist stuff, and because I have Mateo on um, FeaturedX.com as well, so I mm-hmm. you know I was pretty familiar with him. But I don't do. I'm not as into the shreddy stuff. I like more melodic, emotive music. Um, yeah, I don't need crazy shred all the time, but that's also because I can't play it, and I haven't. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe if I could do it, I would be more into it, but I can't. Um, so, ooh, I just hit my mic. Um, yeah, are you guys planning on staying more so in this direction? Do they have some more demos already written that you've gotten to listen to? Ah uh, yeah, of course. So the funny thing is, like, um, when I reached out to Nico saying that I uh, like would like to try it out, I was uh, still thinking that Novelist is uh, continuing doing what they did before, like yeah. the uh, shreddy genty stuff. And um, on the uh, on the way to Paris, Nico already told me, like, uh, yeah, that's not what we want. Still, so this is not what we. Uh, want to do in the future and i was like okay this is getting like really interesting because uh of course i uh i uh, told nico that i want to join the band because i like the music that they've done before and uh thinking that that's what they're gonna do in the future as well but um yeah so i went to paris and they showed me like bunch of stuff like they have like this big ass dropbox folder full of ideas and i'm like dude this is this is crazy you know (laughs) you know like this is this is crazy because like they worked out so many ideas of course there are like some demos in there that which is just a riff 
but they're all uh, that's all you need already sometimes. like yeah of Some course of my favorite they're already like written like that yeah. yeah true but they're already like so many like full songs in there and i'm like dude this is this is crazy and um the funny thing is that right now we're not like okay let's just do like pop rock or let's just stay in the lane that uh we've opened up with lost cause um because like we're all thinking like let's just like do what we feel is right you know let's just do what's fun let's just try out like bunch of ideas and even if we have like a fucking like this is like kind of techno song you know like lost cause because of the verse yeah. which is like kind of like progressive yeah, and verse, like the second verse kind of has a little bit of the um techno yeah but i i love it it's great yeah i love it too it has like also like kind of a synth wave vibe which i Dude, like, I'm super down, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. fucking Synthwave, The Midnight. And speaking of Synthwave, it's time for the Mid-Roll Mash! <laughs> All right, Mother Tuckers, are you ready? I'm ready. I try to pick bands every week that can fit with the fan base of the guest. I've got some really cool submissions in my email currently, and um, I really do appreciate you all sending them in. It's fucking awesome to listen to your bands, and I appreciate you reaching out. This week, I received a song from Corey from the band Dead Horizon. I like the spelling of their name. It's K-O-U-R-I, and I hope I am pronouncing that correctly. I think it's hard to compete as a band with Horizon in your name, but it's a pretty damn cool name. I liked it. The song itself, it sounds youthful, and it's not perfect, but I really enjoyed this song. Um, it feels honest and like they really believe what they're singing. I'd like to hear this band in a year or two and see how far they've grown. If you want to hear your song on the Get Tucked podcast, please email me at gettuckthepodcast at gmail.com. Even if you just want to chat, hit me up. All right, here's the track, Distant by Dead Horizon. Friends said I don't feel okay They asking me why 
Love that but, uh, shit. Yeah, Jared as well, right? Yeah, Jared's <laughs> all about that. I just remember on that tour too, we'd be tr- I'd be trying to sleep and him and Tyler just sitting in their bunks listening to like fucking Justin Bieber or some shit. <laughs> just busting it. And it's like one in the morning. I'm like, yo, I'm tired, dog. Turn off that fucking Bieber, man. Um but yeah, he nineteen seventy five is his favorite band. He just sent me this really cool solo artist yesterday too, because he got me into Casey Musgraves, um, mm-hmm. and I love Casey Musgraves. He just sent me this other really cool artist. That I'm gonna tell everyone about real quick because we're like real friends, and we like try to get we're like real friends, like the band. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, Sasha Sloan. She was great. Okay. And the opening lyrics of the first song that I listened to were like, I think it was, "I fucking hate New York City." And I was like, ah, that's so funny. Because um, I live in New York City. But, um... <laughs> Dude, never been to New York City, so... Um, you will. I can't relate, you know. You will. You will, you will, you will. We really do have to bring you to the States. Um, especially, yeah, that would be it's, awesome. It feels serendipitous where that you have this second chance, but it's also arguably the best song you've ever put out, dude. Like, it's Thanks. not just a track. It's not just another single. It's one of the ten best breakdowns of the year, for sure. Just <laughs> um, a failure. Ah! Yeah, it was crazy. When we've, when we've written the breakdown, like, you know, Nico was like, yo, so we, we already have the breakdown, so without the system failure scream. And uh, Nico was telling me, like, yo, we need, like, kind of a gimmick in the song and i'm jamming the song and i'm thinking like dude like it has such an electronic vibe and i don't know like i had this um i had this sample in my mind you know like the system uh, malfunction kind of thing and i'm like dude let's just try it out and um 
well, I remember we were like, too. yeah. So <laughs> the the thing is like, so we've like been through uh, through the internet like looking for like samples, like system failure samples, and they all sucked, you know. And I was like, dude, let me just like like put it down, like let let me just like talk it into the mic so we have it as a filler. Uh, so we know like tomorrow or the day after where we should continue. And I remember like Nico was playing around with uh, the sound, like pitching it, like putting like a vocoder on there. And yeah, it ended up in the song. Oh, so and, that's uh, your we voice? Like, <laughs> yeah. No shit. It sounds like a yeah. sample. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I remember like, I think it was like one or two in the night and uh, we were hearing this breakdown and we were like, we were going crazy and i remember we uh we were waking the guys up like they were already asleep and we were like dude guys you have to come over listen to this breakdown and they came into the studio and they were like dude this is crazy and uh yeah it's pretty cool dude like i'm i'm super stoked about the breakdown it's fun to finally do breakdowns again (laughs) yeah and it's one hell of a breakdown it's your best breakdown ever it's so good because the way you build up into it as well, like the rhythm that you're spitting right before the sample yeah. is so good. But I just am a huge fan of just a raw, intense scream. And after the system failure, when it just comes in, I'm like, yes, this makes me just want to punch people in the face. I will, I will come out of mosh retirement for that moment. Yeah, it's same. So fun. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. I'm really, really happy Thanks, for man. you, to be honest. Like. Because it, you know, like I said, it feels very serendipitous that now you have the second chance and it, it, it's created mm-hmm. a really cool hype and you guys are creating this really incredible music together. So maybe now you've got, you know, uh, you know, nothing against anyone else that was in Alaska or formerly of novelists, but maybe now this pairing is what it needed to reach that next level. Like you reached a yeah. level, you were crushing it, you were doing really well in Europe maybe novelists now can become that massive international band. Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've toured America before mm-hmm. and, uh, they've, uh, toured places like we haven't been, uh, with Alaska. So, um, yeah, I'm stoked when we can finally tour again. Who did and, they tour um, the States with? Do you know? I could just look, I guess. I yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I know there was yeah, something think, with Phineas, but maybe Wade I don't know if too. it was in the U.S., but um, I don't know who was the. Uh, I, I think Nico just told me like one or twice, but like oh. I forgot about it. Yeah, but maybe it was the Word Alive. I don't know. Oh, that would make sense. Maybe it was Word Alive, Ocean's Eight, Alaska, something like that. Um, I yeah, I think so. Something like that. That's cool. That band shreds too. That drummer is insane. True. Yeah. yeah. Chris is a wild man. Everything looks so difficult. I can't. I'm just glad my band writes breakdowns all the time so I can play it. Yeah. yeah. It was really hard if it like that older novelist stuff. I couldn't play that shit. I couldn't keep up with that. I don't want to do that. It doesn't sound fun to me. Um, but it's fun I'm for a lot of people. I'm still to play the old songs live. Oh, yeah. I mean, just being able to scream on top of it, that'll be fun as fuck. Um, yeah. And, you know, like, I've always been, like, a massive fan of novelists. Like, I remember when they put out souvenirs and, like, Antares and stuff. 
dude, I was jamming those songs so much and I know them like from my heart, you know? Yeah. And, um, it's, it's, uh, awesome to be like, you know, like, uh, to be in a band that like, I really love to listen to, you know, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really awesome. And, um, I think that I can, um, yeah, like put some nice vocals on the old songs as well. So people still enjoy it because I know that people like, there are a lot of people that are sad that, <clears throat> that Matt is not in the band anymore, which I can totally understand. You know, you know like, what? Fuck them. No, don't understand. Fuck you. You fucking dick. He doesn't have <laughs> to be in the band anymore. <laughs> No, but for real. <laughs> no, you know, I know. Like, I'm uh, just kidding. I like, can tell them to go fuck themselves. You can't. Yeah, you but like uh, you know, like uh, I know Matt for like also like for a long time, and he's like a really good friend of mine as well. He's super and, fucking uh, nice. He's a super nice. Yeah, guy. he. Yeah, I love him, and uh, we we also talked about the band, and uh, he was wishing me all the best to be part of Novelist, and I'm like, dude, this is amazing. You know, you're That's such amazing. a nice human being, and it's. And he seems really happy and focused on his project, and his project is fucking awesome. Like, we were talking, he sent mm -hmm. me demos and shit. He was like, yo, check this shit up. He was hyping it up, and it's great. It's a really, really awesome project. So I totally yeah, understand true. where just some people just want to do. It's a it's a timing thing. Just happened to fucking work out, and he is a super kind, um, nice guy. But still, everyone that's like, oh, you know what? I like Matt Moore. Fuck you. Fuck your opinion. You're fucking stupid. I'm just kidding, guys. You're not stupid. You can like <laughs> whoever you want. You can do whatever you want in life. You can do whatever you want in life. Just don't be a fucking bitch. No one knew I was Franz on the inside, um, but I am. I don't think I could. Oh, man. <laughs> it would be funny if I did a Franz interview where I just talk like Franz back to Franz. Yo, what's really fucking up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Get Talk Show. <laughs> I, you know. Oh, man. I've definitely had Stop a time or two in run. life. I've had a time or two in life where me and my friends have partied to that Rage album. It Same. was good. I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. that shit. Um, yeah. But I've also seen his OnlyFans. Um, it's interesting. I wish I could do an OnlyFans. <laughs> I just don't think anyone would pay for it. Um you know, I would pay for it. Thank you. I, you know, yeah, it's no, just, of course. You know, I've been, I've been working on it. I'm trying to get rid of, uh, you know, this gut that I got during quarantine because I was just eating so much ice cream, bro. I got fucking fat, but now I'm not fat. I'm gonna get fucking huge. I'm, just, I'm gonna weigh 300 pounds of pure muscle. I'm gonna do steroids. It's gonna be sick. I'm gonna be so big I can't even shoot a basketball. Just do it. Just be pretty do cool. it. It would be cool to get so do big it. I can't play. Do <laughs> it would be so cool to get big enough I can't play bass anymore, and then everyone. Yeah, that know. would be nice, dude. Yeah. yeah, I should do that. Yeah, you oh. have so much muscles in your in your stomach that like your bass is like one meter in front dude, of you. Dude, how cool would that be? I would, yeah, yeah that would I'm be doing awesome. some three hundred shit. I need those three hundred abs. That would be awesome. Um, Sick. So now that you guys are, you know, you're moving. You've got a lot of demos in the bank. You're signed. Are you are you planning on a new album? Obviously, you don't got to give us like a drop date or too much info, but are you guys, you know, planning on putting out a full length as soon as maybe some touring ideas get put together or something? Um, we don't know yet, but um so the thing is like um we already have um two more songs that we're cool. sitting on. 
Um, I don't know when we're going to put them out. It's a but, singles uh, game right now anyway, man. So yeah, it is. Sense. It is. Yeah. So uh, for us, it's more interesting to um, to do something like, um, you know, just release some singles, maybe put them together as an EP with uh, some unreleased shit and just like con- continually working on songs and continue continually putting them out you know instead Very of a cool. phone length well, of course there w- there will be an album someday of course yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that's what we want to do as well yeah. but uh, i think you know like nowadays it's more the time of like putting out singles because like there are like so many musicians and bands out there that put out singles and it's like uh it's i, I don't know how to more. say it yeah. but, but um, uh, it's it's super fast living right now you know yeah, you need to be able to constantly keep people engaged, and if you just mm. put out an album once every 18 months, it's really hard to keep people engaged for the, you know, other than the six-month period of putting out the album, the rest, of, you know, other 12 months are really difficult. So, yeah, it makes more sense to put out singles. You know, a while back I was talking to James from Thousand Below, and he brought up the idea of wanting to sign contracts that are, instead of, say, three records, it's... 30 singles or 30 songs or something like that where you could put out two records but also put out a bunch of singles and an EP or you could break it up however you want but not have it be defined by albums having it be defined by the amount of songs because putting out singles every two three months that's definitely a way better way to keep people engaged and to have your Spotify numbers grow like it obviously works hip-hop is demolishing rock in general when it comes to streams but there's yeah, also so more consumers when it comes to that as well. Yeah, so that's what we've done uh, as well. So we didn't sign a contract for an album. So we we signed a contract for singles. Which, no shit, that's uh, so give, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, and uh, that gives us the opportunity to like do whatever the fuck we want. You know, like wow, you're so smart. I don't know. You know, just like release singles or like put them together as an EP or like. We could also do like a full length or like two or three EPs. So, you know, we're just like, we, we go with the flow. Let's just like see how this all goes down. And uh, we're just going to do what feels right. Yeah, well, it seems to be working so far. Um, I also love, um, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Note to Scene made a point yesterday. They were like, yeah, doing the like pastel backdrops is the new warehouse um, video for um, scene bands. You know how like every yeah. you know video used to be just like a band in a warehouse moshing and shit? And now, yeah, yeah you guys in Holofront, Holofront put out a new music video yesterday. For everyone that hears this, uh, I don't know if it's going to come out on Monday or the week after, but... Yesterday would be uh, December 2nd. Today's the 3rd. It's a Thursday mm. at 11.18 a.m. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, their new video is really sick, but it also is just, uh, like, pastel colors and them rocking out and shit, which is cool. I'm into it. Purple's my favorite color, so you can hit me with that shit all the time. Give me some lavenders. Yeah. Give me some blues. Give me some purple. I like it. But your hair, yeah, I want to do it as well. Yeah, your hair is better than all of it, though, because like they, they're not. No one else is as dedicated to the motif. You really went for it. Maybe they saw your hair and then they were like, "No, we should make the video these colors (laughs) because of you." What's the car in the video? What kind of car is it? It's a Camaro SS. It's fucking boss. 
Yeah, so it's uh, it's the car of a friend of us called. Uh, he's called Josh. <clears throat> he uh, he also worked uh, like helped us uh, with like in Alaska, like with a lot of uh, with a lot of stuff. And he is a really cl- close friend of mine, and he's always helping out. He's such a nice dude. And um, I was talking to Nico about the uh, about the video and also to Pavel. Like, what should we do? And um, I was like, yeah, maybe let's let's. Uh, Let's go with uh, something that's like more futuristic. We wanted to have this kind of Blade Runner, uh, Blade Runner vibe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then I just hit up um, uh, Josh because, like, of course. <laughs> so the uh, the first uh, thought of us was like, let's get a fucking DeLorean. And <laughs> oh, yo, yes. dude, it's not, nah, dude. It's it's not like in Is Germany. It easy it's like to not find possible. it, yeah. Well, I figured, like, but, I don't know. You guys like shit like that. You like that dude from Baywatch. Maybe everyone drives a DeLorean. Like, isn't that just Germans like retro mm-hmm. American shit? Uh, no. Maybe. I mean, they're, they're What's like that, a couple, Hasselhoff? couple of people, but. Do people really like huh? it? Do people really like Hasselhoff in Germany? David Hasselhoff? I guess. Oh. I guess. That's I'm not like, like that into David Hasselhoff, but. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things that you hear all the time that supposedly he is very popular in Germany. Um, yeah, and there are always people saying like, yeah, when David Hasselhoff dropped, I've been looking for freedom. That's why they ripped down the wall in Berlin. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? No shit. That's fucking awesome. Imagine getting credit for that. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Especially from the Hoff, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, you guys need DeLoreans for sure. If I if I find yeah. one here, I'll ship it to you. I'll put it in the mail. Um, yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, you're welcome. That's that my life goal. So cool. Imagine if you did yeah. find one for the video. Are there a lot? In yeah, Germany? but it's. Oh no! I think there's like uh, maybe there's one in Berlin. I think Nico told me about that. Maybe he can get one and drive from Berlin to like where we shot the video. But uh, it's too expensive, man. And I yeah. know that there's like a rental in, I think it's Belgium, because Pavel told me. And um, But, dude, it's it's too expensive. And um, we were like looking for a more modern vibe. Although it would be sick to have a DeLorean in the video. Yeah. But, um, but you picked a yeah, sick and car, then, though. Yeah, then I just asked Josh, and he was like super down. Then he came out with his car, which is like a beast of a car. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I didn't it was, notice it was a Camaro. Was it looks hard as fuck. I like it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and you were in loud. You're in the trunk at one point in the shit too. Yeah, and the trunk was super small that I have had to like squeeze myself. I was going to say you're not a tiny person, so that yeah, I thought that would be a bigger trunk, but. <laughs> Good for you, being able to fit yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, it was that's super awesome. like painful. Well, that's nice that you got to conceptualize the video with them as well, and um, you know, kind of bring the whole idea together where it wasn't just because you've always been cool at that. Like looking at even the old Alaska promos, the last set that you did, you know, that's definitely a very Toby thing. Um, where I liked everyone's outfits, the way everything tied together, the color scheme, all that kind of stuff. Like you've always been very artistic with your presentation. Yeah, I don't want to give myself like the full credit for like the visual things for Alaska because like Alaska was a band. Like we've always like worked on everything together, you know. But yeah, um, yeah for novelists, like uh, they already had those songs written and um, like. 
lyric wise i work with uh, nico because like i didn't write the lyrics like um like on my own because like i needed the help from nico because it was my first time working with a novelist you know yeah and uh, first time working with a band is always like kind of like it's it's fun and it's a nice experience but it's also a bit stressful because like you're coming from a band that had like uh, another work schedule or like you worked on stuff like in such a different way and you have to find out like what's best to you know to do right yeah now. It, and, it's um, very um nerve-wracking being with new people and having to put yourself on display because also you you are very art like i said very artistic with your presentation so it's not like you want to go in and just fake it you want to be able to give yourself um fully to the song but that can be hard at times unless someone's really welcoming and, you know, gives you a lot of love and makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, like, um, that was uh, super cool of, of Novelist giving me the chance to, like, do some, like, visual stuff for the video, like, coming up with an idea with the car, blah, 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 the neon stuff. I don't remember, like, what was my idea and what was not because, like, of course, we worked on, uh, on, the, uh, on the video all together. But, um, yeah, but also with the, like, um, with the outfits and stuff, like I helped the guys out and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's super fun, you know, like, um, because I couldn't like, uh, really get myself into the songwriting of a lost cause because like the song has already been, uh, already been written. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt good to, uh, to be a, a big part of the, of the video. Yeah. It's nice. I love working on videos. Yeah, it's, I mean, I nice. wouldn't change anything about the song anyway. I mean, if they just present it to you and it's written like that, I'm like, God damn, this thing's yeah, of course, awesome, of course, yeah, yeah. It's interesting for them too because they did just recently release an album in 2020. Um, was Matt on C'est La Vie? Yeah, yeah, he, he did was. everything on C'est La Vie. So he did that, and then that was it for him. Like pretty shortly after they decided to break up. Or, or not break yep. up, have him leave the band. That's pretty crazy. Yep. That's a quick switch to, in the same year, lose one vocalist and put out a record and then have a new vocalist and put out a single already. And I kind of like yeah. that, where it wasn't like, let's not lollygag and bullshit, let's just go for it. Um, yeah. It's the right attitude to have, in my opinion. I think it's good where your band is getting a lot of attention right now in a time period where people have attention to give. I certainly do. I sit in front of a computer for eight to 10 hours a day. So mm. I'm totally down to watch and listen to some screamo. Um, yeah. You guys crushed yeah, it. Yeah. Those super high working guys, man. It's crazy. And it feels good to be part of this, you know, because sometimes like, I don't want to play the mental card, you know, because like there are like some people out there abusing this shit. But uh, of course, like there are a lot of times where I don't feel really good, you know, and um, yeah, and that was like the reason why uh, I was like in Alaska. Like sometimes I was super lazy, um, which like right now I feel bad about. But you know, what should I say? But it's it's uh, it's awesome uh, working with super hard working guys right now because like they can teach me like a lot of stuff that i didn't know before yeah. and uh they're always they're always pushing me uh in the right direction you know it's it's great working with them and it's it's super fun to be part of uh this whole construct and also to be part of like a fucking french band you know like um it's awesome 
you know, like yeah. going there, like have, to have some sightseeing, you know, be in like another culture there. It's, it's awesome, dude. Like it's super fun. Yeah. It's gotta be a really nice experience. And I would, you know, you've always struck me as a very hardworking person. I know you beat up on yourself a bit and maybe you said, like you just said, you know, there were times where you were lazy, but overall, man, you're an extremely hardworking hustler. Like you go for it. And Always have, and I, I, I really respect that from you and appreciate it. And, you know, it's got a, a lot of people, I agree with you during this time period, especially when it comes to mental health, I've been abusing mm-hmm. it or maybe say that, you know, things are, I don't know, it, it's, I don't want to play it up. I think I, for me, I think I abused it in the past where I spoke of it thinking that, you know, things I've experienced were so hard and so difficult where this year, Man, yeah. demolished all of those things because I was like, "Holy shit!" I've never, I've never re—I don't think I've ever really had anxiety or been depressed before, except for some time periods during this quarantine. Um, yeah, but things are looking up. I'm starting to feel more positive. I know we probably won't get to back to work for a very long time. You know, probably not till next summer. But if yeah. I have something to look forward to, where I know it's next summer. I can get through that. I can get through a fucking year real fast. Um, yeah, true. Especially when you think about this year. I mean, like, it's it's been crazy, but, like, dude, it was super f- quick, you know? Like, it's already the end of the year, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> it feels like COVID started, like, two weeks ago. Like, not that crazy, but you, you get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's been eight months. Um, it feels more like it's been, you know, four, but... I'm just trying to have some fun, get through the shit. Talking to people like you certainly helps me to get through it. The podcast has been a lot of fun. And it was cool to see, like, yesterday with all those Spotify wrapped numbers going up and shit, having yeah. some people say that they I was in their top five for podcasts, which was pretty cool. Uh, it's It's been a weird experience, like, learning how to do this and how to put myself on display because now I think people have an opportunity to really know me versus... You know, the side that they would see before where, you know, I was be- trying to be a little more clean cut, not saying super vulgar stuff. And I think yeah, it was important for me to do that for a long time and, like, learn that discipline and be able to be more reserved. But then I just wanted to unleash the beast on everybody. I want everyone to know what's really inside this fucking warped brain of mine. Um, and it's fun. Yeah, true. I like it. Man, fuck it. Dude, our last last episode I put out was so funny talking about. Got to talk about this guy that was peeing on girls and shit. It's hilarious. You get to talk about some really fun stuff here on the show. Um, Man, there are so many comments on your new song. It's crazy. It's really fun to watch. I'm going through them right now to see if I can find anything. Um, Yeah, I mean, I always go through them, you know, like... uh, that's the funny thing because like so many people <clears throat> at least I think so are thinking that like bands or band members don't check the comments but dude like I'm all about oh, I read like, them all, all day bro. Yeah. dude same all day I'm I'm uh, I'm looking at the songs or like uh, or at social media checking out if there are like any new uh, comments and stuff it's crazy I'm I going have, yeah I have them to right read them well. it drives me crazy if I don't um I th- I, yeah oh. it's necessary I think it, it's hard to grow if you don't read that shit sometimes because uh, it's difficult and it's critical, but that's the whole point of putting yourself on display. 
Right? Yeah, true. I mean, like, and there are still like uh, people uh, giving um, like good critique, you know. And um, I'm always a guy like, of course, I uh, don't fuck with the bad comments because, like, fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them, you stupid fucking pieces of shit. But it's still their opinion, which I which I can respect. But um, there are like a lot of like uh, good comments, and I take them. You know, like it, it it feels good to read. Like yeah, dude, I'm gonna read one right now. Critique, you know. Yeah. So this is from James Smith. Said on it. Yeah, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. This is the best novelist song I've ever heard. I love the old stuff, but damn, they that did they really make some gold here? And that's the fucking truth. I love it. We won't read any, you know, we should find, what we'll do is before we read their negative comments, we'll find out who they are, where they're from, what their addresses are, and then we'll read the bad comments, and then we'll tell everyone where they live, and then they can go and find them and capture them. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. No, we don't want to make anyone get hurt out here, but if you do want to go and track them down, I won't stop you. Um, Nah, dude. Yeah. No it's, way. It's really nice to hear you sing. I mean, I, I was, you know, you sent me demos of Alaska stuff that you were singing on and you had done the one song. But this really is, it sounds mature. It sounds like you really figured it out and found your voice. And the melody is so good. Yeah, that was, you know, like uh, when we recorded uh, the song, um, there wasn't like that... Um, that much that later dude my english is my english is no you're today. your but, english um, is great always thank you you no, want to hear my like, german yes i don't have german hey honey can you go downstairs and get a box that just got delivered thank you i just got mail it's good mail i'm excited nice. Yeah, um, continue. Sorry. <laughs> ah, no Very worries. Important. So, um, like, when we recorded the song, it wasn't, like, that much after, like, I've been to the first rehearsal with the band because they already had this studio session uh, booked, which was in, in Marseille in France. And um, so we've been to Marseille for, like, four weeks in uh, this year in July. Um yeah, recording some stuff. Also with landmarks. Landmarks were also there, and uh, we've been working on like some songs with landmarks together as well. But also we worked on three songs. Uh, Lost Cause was um, yeah was one of them, and we've spent so much time. Or I, I spent so much time with Nico, also with the other guys, uh, finding my voice. You know, because like. Um, in Alaska, like in Dead End or like in the other songs, I always had this kind of raspy voice, like this rock kind of half scream voice, which I still love to do. But like the guys were like, yo, this song, like Lost Cause, the chorus, like it's so clean. It could handle like more clean, a, a more clean voice. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, let's try it. But I'm not sure if I can do it because like I was, uh, I wasn't, uh, that used to do clean uh, clean vocals and um the kind of raspy voice was what was like kind of like in quotes easy for me you know like yeah i could do it it's very Um, natural for you yeah but nico really pushed me into like finding my real singing voice like the more cleaner voice and uh we've spent so many hours trying to find it like i remember i think we recorded the um 
the chorus first, which wasn't that hard. But um, when we got in, uh, when we got to the verses, it was like something I've never done before. But I that first what verse I you're talking about, to. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the clean, like the really clean voice, like the the more calm, uh, clean voice. That was something I've never done before, mm-hmm. but like it was super fun to do it, and. Um, yeah, it just felt great to work with the guys, like on uh, or or to find out more about my voice with the guys, and they always pushed me to to try out some new things. And was, dude, it was such a nice experience, man, for real. I love it. You guys nailed it, and it definitely it must have been hard. It you know it's doing that type of singing, being in that low register is very. I love doing it. Obviously, I do it a lot in Fit for a King. Um, but it's a weird thing to get used to because it's it's almost like it's like mumbling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, at first you know, and I never really understood where it's like, okay, so this one thing that really once you get it down and you know how to do it and you feel comfortable with it, you can do it all day long, forever. And your you voice can do it. You can do it. <laughs> um <laughs> you like it'll never bother your voice or anything. But yours has mm-hmm. this really nice richness to it, where it, it's got you, it's got a body to it. It's you know not super airy, but it has just you know enough where it lifts and it feels like it's floating over you, but you can feel the weight of it. Um, really, really loved it. You crushed it. Thanks, man. That's great to hear because like I don't know, like it's something that I'm. Um, like I said, I'm not used to do it, you know, and I just tried it out and like, it seemed to work. And, uh, right now when I'm listening to the song, like, I'm, I'm kind of proud, you know, like listening to it and like, dude, you this comes be. out of, of me, you know, <laughs> that's crazy. And like, right now, like there's, um, like there, there's a comment like, like 15 hours ago on the song on, on, on YouTube from, uh, a guy or a girl I need to call them out call, uh, or shout them out called uh Francisci, and he or she uh says i've listened to alaska burning down alaska for years but holy shit i did not realize tobias had such a clean voice chops killed it and dude like thank you thank you for saying this because like it it's you know like you I didn't know either it, like, and you've worked on no it, yeah. i didn't know yeah. either and uh and it feels nice to that people appreciate it because you know like it feels good it just feels it feels good man absolutely and it should and you really did work so hard on it and you were vulnerable and you put yourself out there and it paid off man i mean i just love hearing how honest this feels where it's just doesn't matter to me what band you're in when i see that vocal presentation and i read those words i'm like yeah this guy means this shit and i think that everyone that hears it whether they liked Alaska, whether they liked Novelist, whether they liked Mateo, whether they like you, you can't hear this song and say it's not a great song. It's a fucking great song. The hook is insane. The verses are perfect. It's fun. You can picture it live in your head. You know, there's no bullshit. It's great. You smashed it. Superman shit. Thanks, man. Of course. (laughs) I love looking through these comments. So you've already read all this shit on YouTube? Yeah. I love it. I like this Of course, man. Deserves a minimum million views. I agree with you. That's how I felt about all my off-road minivan music videos, and they don't have a million views. So how about you go give them a million views, you fuck? 
I mean, yeah, everybody listen to Elf Rock Minivan, man, for real. Like, they just you... think my band name sucks, bro. It's fine, <laughs> dude. Like, now nah, for real, man. Like, I still remember uh, when you showed me um, the first single on, uh, dude, which tour was it? I think it was with uh, Miss May I, yeah, yep, yeah. And uh, I remember coming out and you, uh, you showed me Spiral Gaze, and dude, this. This song still, dude, it still hits me like crazy. It's one of my, for real, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. And it's it's crazy. I, I also like all the other songs. But, dude, you killed it with Off-Road Minivan, for real, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, that song, when, I, it's a, when I listen to it, it still gets me choked up. I like that one a lot. It's, you know, I think it's one of those songs where no matter how popular it gets, I'll just always be proud I created it and... It wasn't. You can, um, man. You know, and and the cool thing about that song is there's a lot of time. You know, songs, especially like you and I, as people who write lyrics or write melodies, so a lot of times you can you know remember. Oh, I sat down and I I was writing these words, and then it became the song and blah blah. Where Spiral Gaze, the words I never really sat and tried to write them. They just came out when I was jamming, and then it ended up that way. Like it was so unintentional that I like, I think that's the only time I've really had it like that in my whole life where it just, yeah, you can, you can hear it, man. Like it's, it's just such a fluid song and dude, every time I listen to it, it still makes me cry. It's it's crazy for real, man. Hey, that's the goal, right? We got to mess with people's emotions constantly, which this song Mm -hmm. lost cause really does that too. Where what, you know, Knowing you been talking to you throughout this whole period, the ups and downs, the breakup of Alaska, this kind of stuff. That's why I think when I read this and when I see you sing that chorus, I'm like, that's so fucking Toby. Like, it's so <laughs> you 1000%. And that's smart of novelists where they, it one, like I said, serendipitous, how they somehow had the song written that was so fitting for you. But knowing that this is the direction to go. Like, we don't need to necessarily cling to what we've done in the past. You don't need to cling to what you've done in the past. We're going to do this new thing together. Yeah. And it's easily the best novelist song ever. It's so fucking good. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, and we're still, like, sitting on so many demos, like, that are, like, not particularly in the direction of Lost Cause. So we have, like... Dude, so many, so many songs that like are different from Lost Cause. You know, like we've uh, when we went to Marseille, we've uh, recorded three songs. So, uh, so uh, Lost Cause, and we don't have the names to uh, for the other ones yet. But um, you know, like picking a picking a song name is also like a really hard decision. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, so the second song, <clears throat> I think it will be the next one we will uh, we will put out. Dude, this is like the next song is it's it's pretty hard, but it's really like not technical in a way of riff kind of shred technical, but like like from the sound it's it's kind of crazy. Like it has like so many sick vibes that I didn't heard before, like a lot of robotic kind of voices, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then there's like the the third singer which I'm most excited about. Um yeah, it's like a, a more of a straightforward song, but uh, I Dude. think people are going to like it. 
One of you guys should do too, just because I want to hear it. Write a straight ass beater. Like, drop G, drop, drop F, like super heavy fucking Toby on steroids pissed song. That would be very <laughs> I would like yeah, that. the thing is that uh, that uh, the drummer Amel, he uh, already like um, he wrote a song like he wrote. I think I think it's just one riff, but when he sent it to us, like I was like, dude, this is like some straight fit for a king, pissed off shit, you know? Yeah. Like, like uh, aggressive wise, you know? I love it. Like, yeah, it's crazy, and uh, and I can already see myself doing some really pissed off vocals on there because like. You know, why not? You know, just like it's gonna do be what feels right. And uh, yeah, well, that's how you end just... up with an album that has so many different flavors to it. And that's what you want. Nobody wants to hear the same song 10 times. Like, I love Lost Cause, but I don't want 10 Lost Causes. I want I want it to feel special. I want lots of different stuff. So that way the whole yeah, that's record, what I'm... you know, fits. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. And that's why, like, um, I mean... Like there are like so many bands out there that put out amazing songs, but like sometime you're like, okay, like I'm I'm slowly I'm slowly getting tired of it because like it's always the same, you know. Like you're, you know what I mean. And um, I think like it's important just to try out some new you know, stuff. You try new stuff, and then people are like, oh, you're in an emo butt rock band, and I'm like. Fuck you, you stupid fuck. Locked in my head is a great song. You want to know why? Because I fucking wrote part of it. That's why I said that. And that's yeah, a great it's song. A, it's, so dude, suck it's it. It's a great song, for real. Yeah, people no, are stupid. Real. Anyone that's like, oh, it's so soft. You know what? Every other record, we were like, oh, Creation Destruction is my favorite record. There's a super fucking soft song on there. You didn't bitch that time? Yeah. Because you liked it because you're biased because it was Aaron. You don't like me. That's what it is. Fuck you, you <laughs> stupid fuck. I'm just yeah, not six three and not full a, of hair and not really handsome, but it's okay. Skin and Bones is a sick song. <laughs> yeah, Skin and Bones is a great song, you know. But it's I know it's what you ha- mean. Oh no, I you know we actually got to play it again. We were doing it on a tour a while back, and it was really fun. Me and Ryan sang it like together, like going back and forth, and it was really cute mm-hmm. and fun. Um, I actually really liked yeah. performing that song. The only reason why we didn't play it for a really long time was because my first show ever with the band, we played it. I didn't know <laughs> And it. you sucked? Oh, dude, I was so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> I had the lyrics written on a piece of paper, like, at the monitor in front of me, and I'm trying to, like, look down, and I basically just repeated the same four lines throughout the entire <laughs> song. And, like, <clears throat> it's in Texas. We're headlining. It's at the door. There's a good amount of people there. Jared's family's there, like all these people. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I've never been more nervous in my life. And I butchered it. I did such (laughs) a bad job. And I just, the first thing after the show, I was like, we're never playing that fucking song again. (laughs) You know, me being my first, I'm not even in the band. I'm auditioning for the band, but somehow I'm telling them how it's gonna be um i'm like yeah you want me to play with you for the rest of this tour we're not playing that fucking song um which i should have probably just practiced it and like done a better job um that would have been smarter but i was too much of a bitch to do that (laughs) dude whatever yeah yeah i'm awful but um it worked out and then we finally started playing it again 
and it feels really good. I like doing it now. I've always loved Aaron's voice. He was a really, I've met him a couple times. He's always been really nice to me. Um, and the shit that he wrote was awesome. Like the skin and bones was really from his heart and soul. He wrote all those words. He, you know, had it in him and you know, it's a heater. Mm -hmm. It's a great track. People still love that track. Um, but is locked in my head a better song? Definitely. Yeah, because I did it, and then then that's <laughs> what makes it better because I love myself, um, and I'm a narcissist. So I, <laughs> 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 I'm no, I'm not a narcissist. I'm a psychopath. There's a difference. Um, yeah, true. System failure. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because like so many people are quoting this and I'm like, I'm getting so sick and tired. Like my girlfriend all the time, she's like system failure. Ah! Yeah, like, I'm going to do it forever. It's going to be yeah. great. Every time I see you, it's the first thing that's going to come out of my mouth from like a, across the room. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. You're, you're stuck with it now, dude. That's what happens when you write a banger. Do you think people Probably, don't go yeah. up to the lead singer of Fall Out Boy and just go, We're going down, introducing us there. It's a good We're going down, it's good. Where's she good? Is she going down, swigging? <laughs> um, don't you think that like people go up to the singer of Corn and be like, <coughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I never. Dude, like. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that's what happens when you smoke fucking meth. Because um, during that, <laughs> they were made, they smoked meth back when they were writing that shit. That's what happens. You smoke meth, and then you um, end up, you know, making crazy sounds. No, it's genius shit. Don't smoke meth. I'm pretty sure I've never done meth. Um, and, Same. you know, I'm never going to do meth unless someone slipped it to me. But I don't think they did. Because I want to keep my teeth and I don't want to be all scabby. You know, that really that looks awful. I don't want to have any scabs. I mean, I'm bald and shit. So, like, if I get all scabby, I'm going to be peeling all the skin off the top of my head and I'm going to look like a lizard man. It's going to be gross. And mm. I don't want to do that. Honey, should I start smoking meth? Should I start smoking meth? Okay, she said I can start smoking meth. She said, sure, why not? So, all right, it's on. I'm getting crazy. Um, yeah, but, all right, I'm going to see if I can find any more fucking fun comments here. I'm going to find <laughs> something really good. We should, I should just do, I need to do an episode of this show where I just go through bad comments of myself, call yeah. people out and read them and, like, get drunk or something. Uh, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put together someone else from another band, and then we're going to read bad comments about ourselves. Or we find bad cam bad comments about the other person. How would that be? That would be fun. I could do Dude, that. Dude, I, I would listen to it. Yeah, that would be a fun one. I also got to do, uh, I'm trying to figure out my top 10 list of the year, where this definitely makes one of my top 10 singles of the year, but I got to figure out my top 10 albums of the year. And it's fucking hard, man. Um, yeah. I think my but number there have been one. Like, yeah, so many good releases this year. Yeah, anything that stuck out to you that you really loved this year? Mm. Of course. Uh, for real, bring me the Horizon War like crazy. Yeah, that record's phenomenal. It's really, really yeah, it's, good. It's awesome. It's so much fun listening to it, and 
every time they go, they put out some stuff, I'm like, always, dude, this is what the fuck? What did they do? Yeah, but that, yeah. That do you see the new Architects um, like live video thing for Butterflies? A song that Jordan produced with them. Yes, or Dead Butterfly, I think it's called. Um, mm. That shit was phenomenal. He's on that super genius shit. He's a super smart motherfucker. True. Um, yeah, that band but can yeah. pretty much do no wrong. I can't even imagine what it would be like to play a show with Bring Me or or Architects. It would be so cool. In my dreams. Yeah. I played with Bring Me the Horizon once when in like I don't know, like two thousand eight or something. Really long time ago. Whoa. Yeah, when they were just doing the Pray for Plague shit, it was Barrier Dead, Bring Me the Horizon, Ion Dissonance, and Nights Like These, and my local band was opening it. It was my first show with them. I had no idea who they were. It was pretty interesting. That was, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I didn't, you know, I was, I was a Barrier Dead fan, but I was in a pop punk band for a couple years before that, so I wasn't really into the scene stuff at the time. I was just listening to a lot mm. of the starting line. And... <clears throat> then <clears throat> this band asked me to fill in for on bass for this show. And I went in there and I've told the story before, so I'll, I'll be pretty quick with it. But so I end up like playing the show. I'm up on, you know, the stairs next to the stage watching um, Ion Dissonance or Nights Like These, one of the opening bands. And then the whole place is sold out, super packed. And I'm seeing a lot of people I've never seen before. And Ollie walks up and he stands right next to me and my friend and we're watching this band and all the girls start freaking out because he's, you know, watching the show. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, this is this is why all these people are here. And then when they play it, it was just insane. Um, yeah, yeah, I it's can one imagine. Very vivid memory. I can I can remember it quite clearly. Um, it was really cool. Really. One of those times where you're. It, and you know you're in the you know the presence of a superstar and you didn't even fucking know it. You're just like, man, if you could flash forward 15 years from now and see what his band has accomplished, it's remarkable. Dude's an absolute it inspiration. Is. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. I think my record of the year is probably a Phoebe Bridgers record, though. Have you ever heard of her? She's like no. a folk pop singer. I'll sing it to you. It's really depressed. You'll like it. Um. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. She's super attractive and she writes great songs. It's a great combo. Um, yeah. I, I mean, wanted to like, be here I, for Halloween, but I wasn't. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. What were you What were you saying? I've listened to, like, a lot of, like, old music this year. Like, a lot of old shit. Like, I used to listen to, like, old core or deathcore bands. Like, I've oh, listened sick. to, like... Uh, a lot of Bonofazaris this year, but also like I really got into Neck Deep, which I didn't got oh. into before because like yeah, because when we uh, when we've been to Marseille to record the songs, like the guys are like super into Neck Deep, and they were listening to Neck Deep whenever we uh, drove with the car, and like I really got into them. It's pretty nice, and uh, yeah, I've never really also been listened like, to them that much. I I like that yeah, in Bloom cool. song a lot. I think that yeah. song rocks. But I've, I've I've watched them at Warp Tours we've done, but I've never really listened to their records. I'll have to go back and do that. Mm. People are listening to yeah. this, and they're like, how have you not listened to a Neck Deep record? I swear to God, I've never listened to a Neck Deep record in full. But I'm not, like, I'm super particular about pop punk stuff. Like, I was pretty much just the starting line or death. Like, that's all I listened to. Um, mm. 
It's hard for me to find pop punk bands that I really love. But at that band, I've seen them live a billion times, and they're so fucking good. So good live. Yes. Yeah, I've seen like a couple of live videos, and they're killing it. It's crazy. I forget what year Warp Tour we did where they were on it, but Jared really likes that band a lot, too, so we would watch them a lot. He was always really good at, you know, that was the fun part of Warp Tour was, you know, apart from playing, we were never in a bus, so I would just go mm. and watch bands all day, and there's certain years where you have particular bands you'd see a lot. Like, one year we would go watch Issues very often. One year <coughs> I would uh, go watch micro this band Microwave every day. I'll have to send them. Have you heard that band, too? I think so, yeah. They're fucking sick. Band is super good. They were going to come do a European tour, and then all this shit happened. Um, wait, did Dan Lancaster mix the song? Yes, he did. No way. <laughs> yeah. Dude, wow. I, was, I was super excited about it. When wow. Nico told me, like, yeah, so they've uh, they've done everything themselves before, because, like, Dude, that's another thing which is like super crazy. Like, Wait, they recorded this this song themselves. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we uh, recorded Lost Cause by ourselves and then wow. sent it to Dan to mix and master it. We're an hour and a yeah. half in, and we're just figuring this out. I did not fucking know that. For everyone that is listening, Dan Lancaster mixed "Bring Me the Horizon," which is why this is such a massive reaction. He is. One of the best in the business. His mix is absolutely unreal. But it also shows why I fucking love this song so much, too. Where sonically... Yeah, he did... Yeah. He did such a killer job on it. And, um, yeah. I mean, like, we're super excited about it. And I think we're uh, going to continue working with him because, like, he did such a phenomenal job on there. But, um, yeah, so the... uh, What else I was going to say is, like... um, the fun thing about like working with novelists and which what blew my mind when I came to, to Paris is, um, uh, that, um, so how should I say? So, so when we drove to Paris where the guys live, uh, they, they rent like a big ass house in in, near Paris, uh, Mm -hmm. where they, they all used to live there. But like right now only, uh, the drummer Amel, he's living there with like a bunch of roommates, but he has his, like, he's a drummer and he has his own studio downstairs. He's uh, producing like music himself. Uh, Flo, the guitarist, he's like producing himself as well. And Nico is producing himself as well. You know, like he, wow. he has a, a, a studio in Berlin <laughs> as well. And uh, they're all super into like, you know, like, producing they can all do it which is like mind-blowing to me you know like what the fuck everybody can write songs that's crazy and um that's uh so much fun about it because like uh amal the drummer he's writing songs and Flo is writing songs and nico is writing songs and like there are so many influences coming together which makes it like so much more fun and uh that's what i was uh what i wanted to talk about as well is um that you know there are so many people also in the comments of the of the video saying like oh yeah uh, this song is great but i kind of miss old novelists which i can kind of understand because you know like they've always been this kind of like shreddy genty band uh ambient kind of band 
which worked for them really great but uh they wanted to 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 move on to like uh like um you know like a new sound like just trying out new things which is awesome which but which doesn't mean that uh we're not going to write like a typical novelist song because yeah there's still getting you know, tracks like that for sure right yeah of course because we uh we want to like do a bunch of stuff like just trying things out you know and uh of course there will be songs that will be like i don't know maybe we're gonna re- release like a fucking uh pop punk song or whatever but you know we're just gonna do what's what's fun and uh and whether ideas come in and i think this is like a really nice way to work you know not just like focus yourself on staying like in a lane that you've been in before just try out new things and uh yeah like i said i can understand that people like kind of are bitching around that like it doesn't sound like old novelists anymore but there will be songs that sound like old novelists for sure and there will be songs that are like heavy as fuck and there will be songs that are super you know it was smart. This was the perfect first single, and I, it leaves everyone very excited for more. And another comment I just read where someone pointed out something that I talk about often on this show is, you know, someone's the distinctness of someone's voice, where you have a real blessing where your voice just sounds like you. When I hear your scream, it just sounds like you. When I hear you sing, it just sounds like you. And that's something that's going to suit you very well and assist you in the rest of your career. And I think that this is just a, a beautiful uh, culmination of two, a bunch of incredible artists coming together to make a band even better. Um, you're, mm. It's perfect. Like I said earlier, match made in heaven. Oh, match made in heaven. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. I, yeah. dude, I could never scream like Sam Carter. When I was young, I could, and then I blew out my voice once, and then I can never do it again. My voice has this, like... I don't know. I'll try to yell and it just like goes off where it's like, no, don't do that. Da, 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 da. System failure. Um, <coughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, <laughs> yeah, dude. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but uh, I get what you mean. I mean, like I remember on the, uh, on the first tour that I've ever did like also the alaska guys ever done was um yeah it was 2015 in march and we were touring with uh, kingdom of giants it was our first tour ever i think That's it was sick. just like two weeks and i remember dude like i think the first show was in it was in freiburg in germany i've never the only time i've played there um and i remember like two days before the tour I got super sick. Like I, I got super sick and I was like, no, we, we should not like cancel the tour. Like, fuck it. Like I'm, I'm still going to do the screams. And, um, dude, I just blew my voice so hard on this tour. And there was some things I could do in the past that I can't do anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Happens. Yeah. Um, but you sound better than ever. So I'll fucking take it, you know, whatever you may work, man. <laughs> Um, so should, how long do you think until we get another song from you guys? I don't know. Let's see how this release goes. Okay. I mean, like, I I mean, we don't want to put it out like two weeks after or three weeks after. No. Um, but, uh, we still have to figure uh, out some stuff 
And um, I'm not too sure. Maybe we're going to shoot some visuals for the next song as well, which we haven't done yet. But uh, I'm sure we will do it with Pavel again. And he is like super quick. But uh, let's just see. Like, uh, we just go with the flow. You know, there's nothing like uh, really planned for another release yet. But um, uh, I mean, we're sitting on the song. So no, we could put them out tomorrow if we want to. So um, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And Dan mixed the other songs as well. Yes, of course. That's amazing. That's super cool. Lucky piece of shit. That's so fucking <laughs> cool. Man, he is really such yeah, a remarkable artist. And I've loved I've been trying to like follow him writing his own stuff and doing his solo music. And it's very cool. The right guy writes really cool songs. I mean, you love that it kind is. of stuff, so it's gotta be so nice for you too. Um Yeah, he's 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 such a nice musician as well. Like listening to his uh his own project dude his voice it's it's crazy dude it's crazy Crazy. and there's like i remember like i don't know it's it's i think it was one year ago maybe maybe longer uh uh, i checked out his instagram and um he was jamming a song on his keyboard like with a vocoder and uh you know like vocoding his voice with the uh stuff he played on the keyboard and dude, it's so crazy. Like for real, how can someone come up with something that ingenious? You know, <laughs> like yeah, what the? Fuck? It is being a genius. That's what it is. He's just that level of talented and smart. I mean, yeah, he's just special. But he's so good, man. That's great. And it's just nice to hear that everyone in novelists is so fantastic, including Matt. Or Mateo, um, I'm not sure yes. what he prefers, but you know, it's re- you know he was extremely kind to me, and it's been fun to work with him and become friends with him via FeatureDex.com. But um, I'm just happy for you, man. I'm really, really happy for you, and I'm proud of you for what you created because I really do think this is the best song you've ever written. Thanks, man. Dude, no problem. Well, you got anything else you want to say to the people before I let you go? No, no, just kidding. Um, yeah, just want to say thank you to like everyone for like uh, sticking around, like um, following what I do, like following Alaska, following novelists. It's uh, it's been a super fun ride so far. Uh, we've been working our asses off to to write new songs. I mean, like I said, we're sitting on two uh, two songs already, but we're still working on like. A lot of other songs which we already like you know have the instrumentals written yeah. and um i'm probably gonna uh gonna see nico this year in berlin to record something there and um yeah dude like yeah it's going Sweet. to be fun man it's very exciting and uh yeah you guys are off to a really great start i mean you're six days in 70,000 views, 500 comments. That's pretty fucking sick. So I'm happy for you, brother. You're the best. Thank you, man. And thank you for joining me today on Get Tucked. Um, it's of course. Really, yeah. Thank you for having me. I can't wait till we can go play some fucking shows together. But um, True. I love you, man. Hold on one second, and I'll properly say goodbye to you off the air. All right, buddy? All right. All right. That's it, everybody. We will have one more show. Before the year is over, Um, my buddy Norberto and I broke down our favorite albums of 2020, despite it being a complete fucking garbage, terrible year that I hated. 
There was a lot of really good records. Thanks to Corey and Dead Horizon for sending in that track. Make sure you go check it out. It's called Distant. Whoop, whoop. Thank you to my brother, Toby, for being on the show. I love you, buddy. You're the best. All right, everyone. I'll see you next week. Whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope it's a good one. See you next week. And as always, get turned!
Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.